0: And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and He wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. Beating procrastination. How do we beat procrastination? And now it's time to kind of go after that major elephant in the room, which is I often put things that are important off to the side for the things that I seemingly want to do, but I know that if I would get some of those things done, well, I'd feel a whole lot better about my life. So we're gonna talk about that. And I'm not the only one that thinks about that. In fact, there was a study done by a man. His name was George Akoff. I wanna say that, I hope I'm saying that right, Akaroff. And he was a Nobel Prize winning economist um, who actually lived in India. And there was this moment where he needed to send some clothes back to the States. And he kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And eventually, he sent the clothes. But because he was, uh, he liked to study, obviously, the human behavior, he decided he would learn about procrastination and try to figure out why is everybody putting things off? Because we're not alone, right? We all do that. In fact, I remember one time in my life, I had this really, this, this great leader in my in my life, and he was very intelligent, very articulate, um, and he had a way of saying things. You know how someone says something when they say it, you realize that is that's from God's from your lips to God's ears. Like that's how true it is. And one time he sat me down, and he said, "You know, Havala, you're a very gifted woman, and you are you know you have a lot of charisma." He said, but you depend too heavenly, heavily excuse me, heavily, on the winging it anointing. He said, I see that you don't prepare. And when you do, you pray that you can just pull it off as soon as possible and as fast as possible. And he said, you're going to have to start learning how to prepare and how to get things scheduled so that you don't just throw it all into one day, but you've actually prepared for it. What does that have to do with procrastination? Well, oftentimes when we're younger, we can kind of pull things off. We have a lot of time. But the more responsibility we have, the more that's coming at us, the higher the stakes, Um, eventually it can really hurt us. It can hurt our progression, it can hurt what we're trying to build, and it can hurt our reputation. So I wanna help us overcome some of the procrastination because we all have those unwritten emails we need to get to or those thank you cards that need to be sent or we need to get to maybe paying that bill or responding to something and we just put it off, put it off, put it off. And there's that actual psychological reason we do that. So this is very important. We need to realize that um, we all procrastinate and it's, it's not often that we don't have, they're not important to us or the tasks aren't the things that are important to us, but our brain is hurting us. And so what we often do is try to jam the things we don't wanna do to tomorrow. Like the things I can do, I'll do today. The things I need to do, I'll do tomorrow. But the truth is we're not gonna have any more resource, time, or even motivation tomorrow. So we gotta tackle the things we don't wanna do. This is why, I'm reading out of the book How to Have a Good Day by Carolyn Webb. On page 104, it says this. This short-term, long-term trade-off is at the root of our tendency to procrastinate. It's easier for our brains to assess the known present than to consider the unknown future. So our automatic system is always looking for shortcuts. We will tend to give more weight to what's happening now rather than what might happen in the future. I think the present seems more tangible than what might happen in the future, but the truth is they both carry a lot of weight. We just have to train our brain to see that. So it's very important is that um, we kind of understand what that is. In fact, economists call it present bias, which means what's happening in the present seems to have more, well, more weight, more, more importance than what's happening in the future. And so we have to realize our brain has present bias. Part of that comes from you know, back in the day when we were had a lot of survival instincts, you know, now we can we know when our food is coming or we know often, you know, how to get our needs met. But within all of us, we have that 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 nature which is to survive. It's that present bias to make sure we're eating and make sure we're protected and make sure that all of our uh, our you know, our kids and our little family is, is taken care of. But it can often hurt us than what's seeing in front of us. Sometimes it's hard to sacrifice for the now. For the benefit of the later. In fact, I really think this is a biblical, a biblical idea. A lot of the things I've grown in my life have to do with what I saw as important for the future. There's a reason why God calls us farmers in the word. He doesn't just call us, you know, uh, just the present moment. Right, you know, just this is what it's going to be. He he actually calls us runners, athletes, he calls us farmers. He he really talks about the idea of building our life and grow, sowing seeds and practicing and learning endurance and learning perseverance because there's gonna be, a, at the end of it, a reward. There's gonna be a reward for how we live. I was thinking about this in my own life. Um, Even as a single woman, I remember thinking, yeah, I could date that person for the sake of not having to go to the wedding with somebody by myself or not having to spend the holidays by myself, but I knew that in the future, I would regret that decision because I a either used that person or I had I created a bond with somebody that I knew I wasn't going to have a long-term relationship with and so you start to see how am I gonna feel about myself a year from now how am I gonna see myself a year from now and that really helps us make healthy decisions I also had to learn this I'm a very present person and I I, I get very excited about whatever's happening and I had to learn that writing books, writing curriculum, doing things that I couldn't necessarily have the benefit of that day, guess what? It's going to happen. I'm holding this book right now, Stronger Than the Struggle, and this book I sat in my kitchen every morning, early in the morning, and I would write, and I could try to put it off and try to put it off, and I'll get to it and I'll get to it. But I had to realize, listen, there's going to be a day, which is today, where I'm going I'm to be very happy on what I did, and my procrastination, usually I hide my weakness in procrastination, and I try to keep my anxiety down. But the truth is, if I, if I take bite by bite, step by step, I'll get to it. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. So what's really important is that we have to realize that there's always immediate rewards that are available to us. And remember, we talked about this in our previous classes. Our brains get rewarded by instant. We we like to have that instant gratification because it allows that dopamine and serotonin and vasopressin and all those endorphins to kick in and we get a high, which is true. But we get a different kind of satisfaction when we build something, and this is gonna last me a whole lot longer than hanging out on Facebook for two hours that evening versus writing in the book and having this for the rest of my life. So you gotta think through that idea. You know, it's not fun, but you're gonna have to do things that aren't fun so that you can have things that are fulfilling, totally different, and really important. So at the end of this section, he really talks about we've gotta let ourselves Uh, realize that our automatic automatic systems tend to overweigh or outweigh the immediate downside of making an effort and underweigh the long-term upside of getting something done. So what it means is I have a tendency to overvalue my present and undervalue my future. And the only way for us to beat procrastination is to overvalue, or I guess I should say, value in a proper way what will happen. If I pay that bill now, even though I, I'm uncomfortable, and I don't want to do it, if I respond to that email now, even though it's, it's not the thing I want to do and it's gonna take me a long time because I don't know how I'm gonna say it, but if I actually put my effort to it, instead of overvaluing maybe being a socialite or having fun or relaxing, out, not overweighing that or overvaluing that, but actually saying, if I do that, I'm going to actually have a long term peace, a long term health in my life, and an ability to have things come in the right moment. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God was trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time.